Today's share in the Mishnah Buriyomi program is Daf Kuf Yud Amud Aleph. And we are at the very top with Sif Dalid. We had done Sif Gimel yesterday. We start in Simon Reish Gimel, the second volume, Sif Dalid. We're continuing with the halachos of Bore Priha Dama. So the Machaber tells us Sif Dalid. Aperos Shemotzin Ilani Srak Shahako. If you have fruits that are growing on a tree that is called an Ilani Srak, Ilani Srak are essentially trees that can't really produce edible good fruits. Uh, we would call it a barren type of a tree, an infertile type of a tree, a non-fruit producing tree. So these fruits, you make a shahakol niyebid voro on them. The Mishnaburu says, in Sivkat and Hay, the reason behind this, the low chashive, it's not considered an important fruit that you should make a bari priates, levarech alem bari priates. The kamo eats bialmaninu, it has essentially the same status as the wood itself, the bark itself. The low dami letusim shibbe sifbeis, and it's not comparable to the berries that we talked about in sifbeis, the chashuvim al kol panim pri, that do have the status of being a fruit, albeit you make a bari priadama on them, because they have the status of not being on a tree, on a bush. Even though one might have argued that a bush is somewhat like an Elon Srak. And therefore, that's not the halacha. Because the berries there are actually very tasty, and when they stay on the bush, they're going to get fully mature and ripened, and they're going to be very tasty. So that's why you make a bari on them. The reason why it's not a bari is because that bush doesn't sustain itself from year to year, and a new bush grows either from the roots or from scratch. And therefore, that is why it makes a bari It doesn't have the status of being a tree. Here, Avokan, my Paris grew Here we're talking about the fruits that are growing on this Ilani Srak, this barren tree. These are really horrible fruits. They may be edible, so you make a brach on them, a shahako, but they're not really good fruits. He says, for example, certain types of very, very small apples or pears. They grow wild in the forest. They're not really edible when they're raw. And therefore, therefore, they're not considered like a fruit, even if you were to cook them, and that's why they are edible, so therefore, you have to make some bracha, you can't get any hanor from this world, that's why I make a shahako on such really not very good fruits. The egosim, walnuts, ketanim, the small ones, that are grown from the wild and taken from the wild, these are very edible and good. This is a full-fledged walnut, a full-fledged fruit. And you make a bar eights on these. Likewise, Uchain al Egris. This Egris is probably something called a gooseberry. Ubaloshan Ashkinaz Castor Berin. So again, some sort of a berry. Again, possibly a gooseberry. Even though they grow on thorns, the velt paskins that you go and make a bar priates in them, these are considered significant fruits. However, but for other little red berries that grow on such thorns, there's something that they're called hempitin, I'm not sure what that is. And certainly, and certainly little berries that grow on these bramble bushes, the corn beloshan ashkenaz, and that's what they're referred to over here, there's some type of min duvdivan, some type of a berry also, ubelashon polim pianitsis, again, these are all foreign words that I'm not sure what they are, all of these berries over here, they're not really good fruits, the bracha that you make on them is a shako. again, the bottom line reasoning is, the Mishnah Buddha tells us, she'enun chashuvim, they're not considered significant, and part of the reason why they're not considered 
Chashuvim is they grow on these bramble or, or thorns or thistles, and that's why they're not considered significant. The Chavetz Chaim adds over here in the Bir Halacha Dibra Maskul Ilon Israk. What is the definition of these Ilon Israk? He says they have two characteristics. Hainu Shegidelim Me'aleim Belozriyu Natiya. They grow by themselves without being specifically uh, planted. That's characteristic number one. And characteristic number two, Deinon Ruuyin Lechol Chayin Rak Al Yidei Bishul Vatigon. These fruits aren't able to be eaten raw. They have to be either uh, flavored or sweetened in some way or cooked in some way in order to be edible. And therefore, their bracha is a shahakul, because they have these two characteristics that they met. However, but those that are specifically planted, even though but even they're not very good unless you sweeten them or cook them, then you make the bracha that you're supposed to make on them. If it's a tree, you make a bar of eights. If it's, a, if it's from the ground, you make a bar of This is further explained in Dirshufut number 12 from Hargon Rav Pinchas Scheinberg Zatzal. And he says, Shalot Tiknu Chazal Bracha Hodah. The rabbis never set up a Bracha Hodah that's specifically over here, other than Kishapiruseim Chashuvim. Only when the fruits were considered significant, so they set up the special Bracha of Bari Priya Eitz or Bari Priya Adama. And if you have both of these negative characteristics, it wasn't specifically planted, and it's not very tasty unless you do something to it, then the bracha is a shahakol, as we just pointed out in the Bir Halacha. The issue for number 13 in the second paragraph asks, what is the bracha on a sabra? It's very good to eat. So the Bir Yosef says, in the name of the Sefer Pri Ha'adama, that the bracha is a bari priya eitz on sabras. Shekola pri often because the entire fruit comes from the branches, and therefore the bracha is like a regular fruit growing on a tree. He brings, as well, the Kafa Chaim, the Ksosa Shulchan, and the Maril Diskin, and the Shevet Alevi, all agree, this is the Bracha Bar Priates. However, the Sefer Chut Sheini brings down Shemakubi Birushalayim, that the accepted Bracha in Yerushalayim is on Sabras, you make a Bar Priyad Doma. He says, Kivan Shederach Bneodim Lit As Osom Legeder V'Siyog, since the normal reason that this tree was planted was really to form a boundary and a protection, so it wasn't really planted for the sabra fruit, so he says therefore it's a lower level, and you don't make a bar pri he says you make a bar pri Now we go to Sifhei. The Mechaber writes, B'nei Asa myrtle, the berries that grow in a myrtle bush, Afogav de Bishlon, even though you cook them Bahavin Kiperos, and they look now like a fruit, on these myrtle berries, you also only make over here a shahako. The Mishnah Bruin Sivkot and Vav explains, These little berries are like little small grape-like structures that you find on these myrtle branches. So he says the brach in Sivkot and Zayin is a shahako. Because they're not considered significant or important. And therefore it has the same status like the berries in Sivdalit that grow in the Ilani Srak and you make only a shahako. Again, you have to make some bracha because you do get some benefit from it, you're not allowed to get any hand off in this world, but you don't make a specialized bracha, the rabbis only set up a specialized bracha if it meets the criteria for being a tree or a, a, a true fruit or a vegetable. Sivvav. Al zangvil on ginger that you crush it and you make it into some sort of like a jam or a confection when it's moist. So you take this moist ginger and you make it into a jam. So the bracha is bari priyadama, the Mechaber tells us. The same din would apply to Mechaber says, even if you were to chop it up into this jam-like uh, substance, even when it was dried out, because crushing it into this way makes it a edible Vegetable, and therefore you make a bari priyadama on it. And he says, Hazangavil ikar, and the zangavil is the ikar part over here, and we'll bari priyadama. 
the Mishnah Brewer in Sitkot and Ches explains. We're talking here, Ashmino, and the Ayyadei Rikuach, via this crushing it, making it into a jam, Shemrachmaso Bidvash, you're adding honey to it over here. Nevertheless, Lonishtane Birchoso, it doesn't change the Bracha and not make it into a bird Priyadoma. Me'ilu Acholochai, the Birchoso Bar Priyadoma, and it has the same Bracha as if you were to eat it raw, it would still be a bird Priyadoma. Kidaleel Basim and Reish Bey, Basim Yurches, as we've already learned previously in Simon Reish Bey's Sif Yurches. Sif Kotten Tess, he tells us the Mishnah Bura also Yavesh. Even if it's dried out ginger, you still make a barpiyadama. Rot Salama, he's telling us. At the Zangavil Yavesh, ain't Mavarchan As we've already pointed out in Simon, Reish Bey, Sif Tezayin, that this raw, dried out ginger has no bracha because you get no hanaf from it. However, Hocha, the Ayyadei Rikuach, by crushing it now and making it into a jam, Nasarelechil, you are making it actually edible. And therefore, Choseli Bechosoruya, it goes back to its original bracha that it would have had, which is a barpiyadama. Ah, it says, What about the, the soft walnut, which we had said previously? We learned over there in Sifyudalit in Simon Reish Beis. Even though it was now made better and edible by cooking it or by putting it in honey, there we said the bracha is only a shakal. It doesn't go up to a bari priyadama. So he says, There we were talking about that the fruit wasn't yet mature. Here, we are talking about a full, mature ginger. It's just dried out. But because it's dried out, it wasn't edible because it was too dried out. And therefore, it does help. Now that you crush it, you make it into a jam, and now it becomes edible again. And he says, Vuhu Adin, the same thing would apply. If you have dried peppers and you crush them as well. Make him into a jam. Gamkein birchaso bar piyadam. You also make a bar piyadam. Sivkot knew the Mishnah explains because now it's royally achilo. It's now edible. He says likewise. The chain kishet solin zangvil. If you go and roast the ginger, the ochlin osol rufur, and you're eating it for medicinal purposes. Nevertheless, even the chazil achilai dekach, since it now becomes edible, you do make a bar piyadam on it. However, he says avot tzitver mevor shahako. I'm not sure what this tzitver is. He says, the reason you make a shakal, kivin the ovid time of a lolachila. It's only made here for taste and not really for eating purposes. It must be some sort of a spice, and therefore you only make a shahakal on it. He then tells us, mirkachas shel chazeris. If you take ground up or jam-like chazeris, shakorin krein. I think he's talking here about chrein. The bracha on that is a shahako. However, if you take this merkacha of a radish, retach says in the Tirgum number six, is it snow, which is a radish? If you take a radish type of a jam or a confection, it appears from number of achronim. Mishnah brings down. This is the opinion of the Prima Godwin Adam, the Birchasa Barpiadama. This has a radish jam, so to say, confection, has a bracha barpiadama. And he says this is true, im even if you made it from the shell over here, Gamke Bracha, you also still make over here a bari priadama. Sivkot and Yudal, the Mishmur explains that this ginger is still the ikr, even though it's mixed with honey over here. And he says 
in this situation, even if the Ovid Gilulim, if a non-Jewish person were to go and make this over here, which would normally, he's cooking this over here, it would be a concern of Bishul Akam. Ein bo mishum Bishul Ovid Gilulim. There is no concern of Bishul Akam over here, because the Zangvil is the Iker. The ginger is the essential part, which was technically edible when it was raw. As the Mishibur says, Shari Necholun Chayin Aideh Sukkah, because you could eat it raw by adding some sugar to it. And the rule is, of course, when you have Bishul Akam, if something was able to be eaten raw, then there is no din of Bishul Akam, uh, if it's cooked by a guide that forbids it to be eaten. However, the Mishabur says, all other fruits, or Yerokos, or vegetables, and likewise the leaves of a rose, you can't eat it raw, and therefore, if a non-Jewish person were to go and cook it, or he would go and make it into a confection or a jam, so then, the Isurim apply over here, Asurim Mishon Bishul of the Gilulim. Then the Isur of Bishul Akam does apply over here. The laws of Bishul Akam are, are way too complicated to go into right now. There's Simonim on this in, in Yoridea. But suffice to say that the laws of Bishul Akam apply over here because these items are not edible raw, and therefore the cooking makes them edible. And whenever the cooking makes it edible and it's considered something significant, the laws of Bishul Akam apply. Siv Zayin. The Mechaber tells us, Bissamim Shechukim, ground up spices, Umuravim Sukkar, and they're mixed together with sugar. So the Bracha on these, Habissamim Ikar, the Bissamim are considered still the essential part over here, not the sugar. And whatever bracha should be made on those besamim, it's a bari priyadama, then you make a bari priyadama on this as well. The Mishnah Burin Sifkot Nyud Base explains shechukim, it's ground up, hainu, afkeshem shechukim vinimochim legamri, even if they're totally crushed over here, totally ground up, atshe'en nikar bohem taaron harishon klal, you no longer recognize what type of spice it is. Now, before when we spoke previously, about, let's say, uh, a fruit that was crushed so much so that you couldn't recognize it was a fruit, or a potato, if it was crushed so much so you couldn't recognize it was a potato, then the bracha might change. But here, Everybody agrees that these spices over here, the bracha doesn't change to a shahako, but it stays as a bari priyadoma, even though you can't recognize the original spice anymore from the from the vegetable. Because that's the normal way that this food is prepared, to crush it and make it into an unrecognizable mush or a paste over here that you can't see any pieces of the original spice that was ground up, and therefore, since this is the normal way to eat it, it retains its original bracha of a bar priyadama. Dishu Futin number 17 brings down a very interesting question. What about peanut butter? Here's a classical example. If you're dealing with the smooth peanut butter as opposed to the chunky peanut butter, the chunky peanut butter has pieces of peanut in it, so there clearly the bracha retains as the bracha on peanuts. However, he says... The smooth peanut butter, so he says, where you can't recognize because of the crushed peanuts, you can't recognize that they were peanuts. So Shlomo Zalman Paskins should be shahako that on smooth peanut butter that you can't recognize any pieces of the peanuts. Shlomo Zalman says you make a shahako. He says only the besamim shachukim, these ground up spices that you can't recognize what they come from, or things like that, there you make the original bracha, bar piyadama. But the botnim, the peanuts over here, shaderich lochum shleimim, most people eat peanuts as peanuts. The tovim yosek shleimim, and they're usually better when they're full, when they're regular peanuts, so then if you make them into peanut butter, the bracha is a shahako. And this is true, like for all things that we've already pointed out, if you can't recognize the original thing, so the bracha is a shahako. Dishu Futa number 18 brings down that the Basamun are considered the Iker over here, even if the majority ingredient is the sugar. And the Kafachayim brings down, Davka im Nikar Tama Basamun Yosim Yasukar. That's as long as you can still detect the taste of the spice over here and not just the sugar. If you really don't detect the taste of the spice and all you really detect is the sugar, then the Bracha is a Shahako. 
And that's what the Mishnah Brewer really is telling us in Sivkot Nid Gimel. The Besamim and the Iker. Hainu afilu kishoya tzukar harov umaat besamim. This is true even if the majority ingredient is the sugar. Ukein shenoa gim beinenu. And as the Minog is nowadays, lasias mogin pulver, or maybe flavor, some ingredient, I'm not sure what it is, that you mix it with sugar, you're putting a lot of sugar into it, in ingber kotush, which is made also over here with this ginger that is crushed. So he says, even though, the ginger, and the sugar is considered subordinate to this, it's only brought there to sweeten it, and you don't make a brach on the sweetener over here, you make the brach on the main ingredient, which still is the ginger. Now we go to Sif Ches, the final Sif in Simon Reish Gimel. The Mechaber tells us snow and a radish, radishes, you make a bari priyadama on them. Mishnabur Sif Kutn Yadali explains, the Afogavsha Sofulak shows ki aids, even though radishes, if they're left alone, on their own they will become hard like a wood in main toshal bito, if you don't pluck it or pull it out of the ground at the proper time it will stay in the ground and become hard like a tree bark, afiluhachi, nevertheless mevarchin lo bar piyadama, the brach is a bar piyadama dinate in shiladaita liyachlu kishurach, because people plant it with the understanding they're going to pluck it, they're going to pull it from the ground and harvest it when it's still soft he says, look over there. Shemitzade, who argued, the bitstone shalonu shumar, our radishes which are bitter. They ain't derech lecho below pasim. We don't eat them without bread. So lo chashiva kokach. He says, they're not as considered as important. And he says, the brach should be a brach of shahako. However, omnam hagraz, besimin reishay, the graz disagrees, and he proves, mochiach me chok yakov. He brings down proof from the chok yakov, the mikomakom bevarach lav, bari priyadoma, that the bracha is still a bari priyadoma. The issue for number 20 brings down, however, if the radish is so hard that it's not really edible, so then you don't make any brach at all, brought down by the Kafachai. And the issue for number 21 brings down that the snow and the radishes today in Eretz Yisrael, the Nishmas Adam says, you would make a bari piyadam on them because they're much tastier and, and can be eaten even in the raw state. Finally, the issue for number 19 has a whole interesting long discussion about what is the brach on chocolate. So, Rav Shlomo Zalman Zatzal brings down, the minigo, the olam, is to make a shahakol on chocolate. And he says, I don't understand why. Shahari koko, the cocoa bean, hukibisamim shlukim, is just like chopped up spices, hamurabim shukar, that is mixed with sugar. And you should make a barbie adam on it. This is the normal way it's eaten. However, lemaisa, rishol mazam, and paskin, then you should make a shahakol on it. The footnote goes into a whole long arichas about a whole bunch of other scenarios with chocolate, eating it with fruits, eating it with other shahakol items, ayin sham. He then brings down what's the bracha on chalava. So Rishlom Zaman also says that the bracha there is a shahako. Even though you want to say that the sesame seeds, which is the main component of the chalava, is really made for the purpose of crushing it, and therefore it should be considered a bari priyadama. However, just like with chocolate, the bracha is a shahako, so too he says over here, the bracha on the chalava should be a shahako. That concludes Simon Reish Gimel and today's share.